This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Thursday. It is the 15th of June 2023. And coming up today, it's all about you. Not not you, but you. Me. You're no. listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, Sean Priest, how are you today? I am gorgeous, and you'll be happy to learn that I fixed my mixer, so I should be sounding oh. beautiful. However, my internet seems to be playing up, and you are sort of going a little bit. But apart from that, I am professional. No, I'm not. Sorry. Hello? Uh, I just thought my job. Uh, I just, I just, I just thought I'm you for a second there. I just thought I'll just, I'll see how long, I'll see how long it takes. I could hear the bed. I'm all right. Oh, I forgot you about that. You tricked me. Oh dear. <sighs> I never thought that one through very well, did I? You okay, mate? How are you doing? I'm all right. I have no, to be how honest. How are you in yourself? No, I, do you know? I'm all. Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Yeah. Well, no, I'm fine. Better. I'm absolutely yeah. fine. I'm fine. Good to know. Yeah, I've got nothing interesting to say either. Sorry. Um, cool. Nothing's it's happened a great to me. show today. Oh, right. No, I will say this. Uh, oh, right. Hang on. Right. Hang on. Breaking news. Yes, Breaking carry on. News. Thank it, you. Is it worthy of that? Um, uh, no, not really. You okay. sort of set me up for a fall here. I'm oh, not interested. again. Not another one. I can't do another six months on my own. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I'm, well, actually, no, no, let's not do that. I... I I am having a problem with the Lady A app on iPhone. So I'm putting a call out to our beautiful, gorgeous listeners. Is there a way to edit a routine now where you can delete an action? Has that gone away? I cannot find it anywhere. So let's say you've got an existing routine, right? I've got one that as soon as I walk in the door here, it plays a nice ding-dong sound and it turns everything on. My mixer, lights, everything. Now, I want to stop it from doing a particular action. I cannot, for the life of me, find how to delete an action. It used to be you could go to edit, I think, and there would be two little uh, controls at the end of every action, which would be, you know, drag here to move the action in a different place, in a different order, and the other one was delete. Those have gone, and I cannot find a way to delete an action. There you go. That's a really boring but I'm really interested in it. Question I'm putting out to you. Is there a way to delete an action from an Alexa? Oh, no, I said it. Routine. I'm so Steven? bored. I, oh, no, I no. Wish, yep. I wish the internet had gone <laughs> no, listen. at that point. No, no, I am no, no, no. so bored. Uh, no, listen. I rely on routines now. Routines are a, a part of my daily living. They are, for me, Stephen Scott, for me as a blind person, they are a vital accessibility aid, and I rely on them. And Listen, for that you can reason, whip out your blind card in here all you like. I'm it is trying, not worth anything. I was trying to anything. be so serious. I know. No, it's, it's just bugging me because every time I walk in here now, it says, hello, Sean, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Because I t- t- typed in a really long message for it to say, and it's really <laughs> annoying me now, and I can't find a way to delete it. And I don't want to start a new routine uh, and put all those commands in again. So, uh, yes, if you know, let us know. Feedback at doubletaponair.com. When I say let us know, I mean specifically just let me know because no one else is interested. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, yes, in an upcoming episode of When Tech Goes Wrong with Sean <laughs> Priest, uh, we can look forward to that. I must admit, it's interesting. Sometimes you don't want things to be smart. We were getting uh, blinds installed in the house. I think I told you this last week. And we had the guy in and he was measuring everything up. And we had the conversation about getting smart blinds. Now, I have to say, uh, I don't know what it's like in Canada. I don't know what it's like in the US. But here in the UK, definition of smart blinds is not smart blinds. It yes. is remote-controlled blinds. Now, granted, that is smarter than having a little cable that you you know pull, a little chain that you pull using on the side. Using your hands, by but hand, physically, You're still using them. your hands. You've got to pick up the remote control and press a button. That's I not know. smart. I know. I, I did exactly the same thing. And for one time in my life... I went to a proper firm. I didn't get some bloke down the street to fit something for me. I went to a proper, you know... A, 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 an a, actual company. 
a company that advertises on the TV and everything. <gasps> no way. Who came round with a brochures. A company that advertises on the television. I know. Breaking news. Breaking news. Is that a thing? And I got them round and they, they are lovely samples and everything. I said, right, okay, yes, we'll have these and that and that. And I want them to be smart. And they said, oh, yeah, we can do that. It's an extra, you know, $1,000 uh, to put these motors in. And it is just remote control. There is no smart speaker support. Yeah. I mean, what, what are they talking about? That's I ridiculous. Know. Utter nonsense. And that's kind of why, well, not kind of why, it was why I decided not to go down that route. And you're right, the price as well. For what they were adding in, you know, if it had the, it's, it's funny because if it had the integrations with the smart assistants, I probably would have gone for it. I probably would have said, you know what? Yeah, okay. Because Me I kind of have it in my head that I love the idea of the morning because our... <laughs> We do, sometimes we don't even go down the stairs in the morning. I come in here into the I come out of the, the bedroom, stumble in here into my office, and I just stay here. I've got my coffee machine here. I've got my, my bottle of water behind me. I've got all my stuff. I don't even bother going downstairs for hours. So, you know, the blinds mm. are closed most of the morning, sometimes even into the afternoon. I don't even bother <gasps> going downstairs. That's bad luck, apparently. Is it? I. I don't know. Explains a lot. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I don't open the blinds. And I kind of have this thing in my head where I tell Lady A in the morning, wake the house up and all the blinds just open. And I think, ah, oh, it's really nice. I know. Exactly. What, you don't even have to speak, right? Set a, a schedule. Exactly, yeah. Schedule routine. Oh, not a routine again. Oh, God, please. Don't uh, a routine. Back By the way, again. I'm having... No, I won't oh, go there. Oh, please. But the thought of... Because we're replacing all the curtains. Curtains, what is it? It's not the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're replacing every window <laughs> we're having blinds in. <laughs> so in the morning, you just... You know, and you got... Morning has broken, okay. playing as well, and as the light and the sun comes streaming in, ah, of course, my eyes, <laughs> yes, and the Tell noise blinds. Of, of twenty <laughs> motors winding up blinds in the house. <laughs> but the idea of it sounds so futuristic that I, I want that. Although it's never going to happen because I'm have a partner who won't let that happen. Well, yeah, I must. My my, my wife. She is wonderful. My wife. She, my wife. She is great. She doesn't care. She she actually loves all this stuff. She loves all the smart stuff. But even oh. she said, oh, you can't operate it with your voice. And we, we kind of both felt a bit disappointed at that. Yeah, that's Absolutely. rubbish. That's ridiculous. So, although I can't, I will say, uh, so having the air conditioning installed in my office, and it's so funny, the people in this country who laugh at me saying, oh, look at him with air conditioning in Britain, in Britain, as the country is currently melting. Oh, it's disgraceful. While everyone else is melting, I'm not. I was sneezing this morning because I was so cold in here. <laughs> You've given yourself the flu, but at least you're smug. My <laughs> everyone pet, else is too hot. My pet polar bear had put a jacket on this morning. That's ah. how cold it was. <laughs> and uh, it was lovely. So I'm sitting here in this air-conditioned room thinking this is great. But, of course, one of the things about this air-conditioning unit is it has a remote control. Yes, I know. Ugh. Only for savages. And yes. polar bears. Uh, so I, do, I couldn't be bothered with this remote control any longer. So I bought this thing called Sensible. I don't know how you pronounce it. Sensible. Sensible. S-E-N-S-I-B-O. And it's a little box that you connect up via Bluetooth. Uh, sorry, not Bluetooth, via Wi-Fi. Uh, and it just adds itself through an app on your, your phone. You can control your uh, air conditioning. What you do is you. How did I do this again? I think you actually point the remote control. Try to remember what I did. You point the remote control at the device, and it, it learns, learns it. it. Yeah. But all I did was press one button. I pressed, I think, the power button, and it figured it all out. And it's able to change the temperature because that was the thing. I thought all it'll do is turn it on or off. But yeah, mm -hmm. I can I, I can adjust the temperature. I can say set the AC to eighteen. It'll do oh, that, or delightful. set it to twenty, or whatever. You know, oh, amazing. Just absolutely. But. Amazing. Hold your horses there, Stephen Scott. Is this specifically, I'll use that word again, specifically just for your air conditioner? This isn't a universal remote control blaster, an IR blaster, yes. is it? Hang, well, hang no, on. Wait, no, well, no. no, hang on. I wait, don't, no, wait. I, I mean, I, it, was, it was bought for the air conditioner. Yes, so you couldn't set it to control, let's say, another. Well, I don't know because device. it does. It does have a lot of different options in there. And oh. granted, this is where it gets a bit confusing with all this stuff because when you're buying it, there are lots of different types of devices from Sensible. So it's not that this one was made for AC oh, particularly, I see. but okay. it's that you know it does work with AC. 
I think anything mm. with a remote control it can learn and figure out. Oh, okay. That's I mean, quite I, cool. I, I, I was even thinking about, you know, you could turn it, like, for example, I know it sounds daft, but things like my, my, this is totally lazy, but when we're doing double tap TV, yeah, I've got to pick up a remote control and press the record button on the camera. Don't say it. Don't, don't say it. <laughs> I wanted to sell it so I could just say to Lady A, start my recording, and it would just <laughs> blast the, the camera with the IR and just, you know. That is pretty lazy, yes. That's but, pretty um, no, cool, though, right? Totally understandable. Yeah. Um, and it I should tried... be able to do that. It should be able to do that. I mean, it is an IR blaster, you know, that infrared blaster, which is essentially taking on the role of your remote control. And you're just, instead of having to press buttons, you just give it the commands. It. As long yes. as it knows, and as long as the app can recognize the remote control. But this is where it gets a bit confusing because the app is not the most accessible. I mean, it was accessible yes. enough to get by, although there was a few bits of it I had to oh, it was get terrible. some help with. Just it say pr- as it is. Well, it's, it's usually the setup process. Just, you know, the the login, usually. It, once you're in the app, it's not so bad. You can kind of work mm. your way around it. But it's getting through that whole, you know, set up an account, username, password. Once yes. you buy all that, it's usually okay. But, of course, if you can't get past that stage... Who cares what comes after? Exactly. I, I use the Logitech Harmony Hub. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. Um, Absolute nightmare. I'm sorry, oh, really? just terrible. Accessibility, terrible. Um, far too complicated for what it is. Mm. It's just unusable, really. I know a lot of people use, uh, is it Broadcom? Uh, have a IR blaster, which is a reasonable price as well. But after my experience, I just never went back to them because purely because of the app accessibility. It was just impossible to set anything up. Yeah, I must admit, I was quite surprised at how quickly this thing figured it all out because when I got got through the, the login setup process, uh, it then asked me to point my remote at the device once I'd connected it all up. I hit the button, the power button, I think it was, and that was it. It was done. And I thought, okay, that's just that, that's too easy. <laughs> but it Didn't worked. Didn't believe it. And it worked fine. I, and, and as soon as I said, turn on the AC and, and it came on, I'm like, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so but- cool. But again, the Literally, same brand. It was cool because it was an AC unit. See, actually uh, yeah, cool. No, sorry, that was very good. Okay. I should never have just trampled all over. Yeah, it, you did. did. It's fine. It's fine. I'll uh, get over no, it. Good. The same brand, so it probably recognised the remote control just off one button. But if you were trying to, it's not it the same d- brand. It's not the same Sensibo, brand as the rem- Sensibo is the same brand as your AC. No, it's not. My what is this? A yeah. no, it's Toshiba or Samsung is one of those. It's not a Sensibo. They, oh, a Sensibo now, is it? Sorry. I yes, take it all back. Sensi. Sensi. It's like a full oh, right. karate okay. kid all of a sudden. Uh, I um, thought it was. Okay, sorry. I take no, it no, all no. back. No, no, no. Sensibo is the name of the, or whatever, it, however you pronounce that, that is Sensi- the name of the, Beyond. that's the IR blaster. That's the box you buy that, that can uh, how, become, how make that? The, the AC smart. What was if it? you like, don't mind me asking. £89? So it's like 8000 Canadian dollars? Yes. Yes. That's that exactly right. right. Yes. Although it probably isn't. All right. Okay. That's not too bad either. I want a full review of this. I would like a demo, and um, I would try it out. Thank you. <sighs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I want to mention Envision, because Envision have been adding lots of new features. And, of course, Ask Envision is one of the most recent big features they announced, which brings in ChatGPT4 capability into the glasses. Um, I am due to do a demo of this, but I cannot tell you the amount of hilarity uh, that goes along with me trying to set these things up. It's not actually anything to do with the Envision glasses themselves. It's that I need them to have sunglass kit component to them. I cannot wear these outside without wearing my sunglasses. I just can't, especially in this weather. So I'm having so much hassle trying to get, get these sunglass lenses installed. I've got the lenses. I bought the lenses from Envision. I've got the glasses. I just can't get the two to, you know, get together. So... Here I am, off to the optician at some point to try and figure this out. I'm going to hand it all to them and say, can you figure this out? You know how glasses work. Can you make that into a thing? And hopefully they'll understand. Surely. Be easy. Sticky tape. them on. Oh, yeah. That sounds so beautiful. It's all about fashion, isn't it, with blind people? We're all all very interested in how we look, says Sean, who's sellotaping lenses to his glasses. (laughs) When I used to wear glasses, they used to always held together a sellotape across the arms to keep them on because I right. used to always sit on them. Why doesn't I, that surprise me in any way? I don't way? know why glasses work. That's the problem. No. Uh, sitting on them usually <laughs> is the wrong way. I know I some people might think this. you can see out of there, but you really can't. Just speak. Anyway, okay. Uh, exactly. Yes, moving on. Envision. So new Envision, features. 
uh, one of the other features they announced fairly quietly, but it's come out. And it's interesting because they've got this new model, uh, this new funding model starting next year, where you will pay, I think it's $200 a year. Or is it a month? I can't remember the exact detail of that. It's not of a that. month. Can't That's be a month, no. Crazy talk. But it's, I think it's a year. You pay for this sort of subscription to get new features. So if you want the new features, you're going to have to pay up for them. Um, and you can opt into that. You don't have to do it. You can still use your Envision glasses you know, with the Google Glass. It will all work fine. Uh, you just won't get the new updates from, I think, 2024 onwards. I think you're right. I think it's $200 a year. Um, but in advance of that, they have been bringing out these new features like Ask Envision featuring the ChatGPT chatbot. So you can query it by voice. You can get responses back. You can query images. Very interesting. But they also brought out a feature which a lot of people have been asking for, and it's finally here. And and one of the challenges was when you were trying to scan documents and you weren't connected to mobile Wi-Fi or even Wi-Fi, uh, it, it needed that connection, that online connection in order to work. No more. It's all offline. So you can now do scan and read offline, which might not seem like the biggest feature in the world, especially if you're using something like seeing AI, whatever else that's doing online on the device and, and offline essentially from the internet. But, you know, Envision users were looking for this for a long time, and it is now available. So there. Okay. Um, anything where it's on device is always preferable. Mm-hmm. Although I do find it's funny. I take it so much for granted that I've always got an internet connection because, you know, when I'm at home, always have. Even if the internet goes down, the the mobile data connection is always solid anyway. So I always take it for... Then when you find yourself in a location which doesn't have Wi-Fi or a good internet connection through your mobile provider, your world comes to an end because the amount of things that just stop working, basically my phone becomes useless. And it's really... So the amount of features and services I can use on device is always much preferred, especially on the Envision glasses. You just reminded me, I I bought this the other day. I haven't even opened it yet. Um, There's a surprise. Uh, Not the toaster. (laughs) The toaster's been opened, by the way. Oh, yeah. (gasps) The toaster's been opened. Breaking Breaking news. news. Toasty news. (laughs) Toasty news. (laughs) Yeah, the toaster was opened and it was um, all right. Oh, good. Good to know. Well done. Money well spent. Um, (laughs) Well, it tasted like toast, right? I mean, the toast didn't taste smart. Did it? taste expensive it didn't no the bread was was okay i think the bread was off but anyway um i also bought this which is the (laughs) i hate it we can't tell when bread is off until we eat it and it tastes of dust yeah Yeah. i think that's all (laughs) Uh, the only the only way i can figure out is usually the top the first slice of toast if or the bread is if it's basically like toast when you lift it yes. out of the pack <laughs> that's when you know the bread's that's not right. on you the way up you bypass that and pull yeah, it exactly. out of the middle. Go to three four yeah. down yeah that's it's like right. my mum always said always when you're taking something off the shelf in a store always take the one from the back of the yes. shelf oh, not the one at the front mom. yeah yes. it was the same with bread never take the first slice that's the one that's usually covered in mold um <laughs> Sorry, it took us down a strange topic there. Carry on. Yes, so I bought this uh, because I had so many issues uh, recently with my Wi-Fi at home uh, because for some weird reason, whenever I would unplug my router, my Amazon Eero, and I'd plug it back in again, the internet would just go off, and that was it. It was gone. Now, I know you're <laughs> going to say, yeah, well, you turned it off. Yeah, I know that. But when I put it back on, the internet would go down for like 12 hours. No way. Didn't make any sense. I had this for two days, and I've been terrified to unplug anything since. I'm yes. hoping there's no power cut, because if there <laughs> is, I will never be able to get online again. Uh, and I don't know what is going on. So I, I don't know if it's an issue with the Amazon Eero. I don't know if it's an issue with the network, or it was just all coincidence. I don't know. But on two occasions, I was moving stuff around. I unplugged the, the both the modem and the Amazon Eero, and when I plugged them both back in, I could not get connection for at least 12 hours on both occasions. Mm-hmm. So that was really weird. Um, so anyway, as a result of all of that, it kind of got me thinking about what happens if the internet goes down, right? And so I bought this, which is uh, Netgear Nighthawk AX4. <gasps> Ooh, that sounds exciting. sexy and techy. It does, doesn't it? Uh, and as well as that, you uh, you have, of course, Wi-Fi 6 in there, the oh. uh, the best Wi-Fi of all. It's much better than 5. <laughs> no, one, no one's using 5 anymore. They're all Worse on 6. Worse than 7. Yes, I mean, you know, 7. 
we'll get to. Uh, but <laughs> if the internet does go down, it has a secret weapon inside here, and yes. that is the ability to put in a 4G SIM card. Oh, so you can stick oh, in sir. a nano Genius. SIM. And whenever the internet goes down, if your network goes down, it will switch automatically to this, which is 4G LTE. Uh, so, yeah, you can. You, and I don't know if a lot of people realize that you can buy routers that can do that or routers. Routers, but, come yeah. on. Um, I have to remember We're International. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, you can get that now. And I must admit, you, you won't get that with things like the Amazon Eero or any of those kind of things. But my intention would be to use this as the the connection point and maybe turn off the Wi-Fi on board and just use this as the router and then connect it to the Amazon Eero so I've still got my mesh network around the house. But it does give me that, fall, that, that fail-safe and fallback position where if it does go off, 4G can take over. Now, it's not obviously much... It's not great on 4G, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, and, and depending on where you are, 4G can be absolutely fine, right? Um, I haven't seen any 5G ones yet. I'm sure they exist, but I haven't seen many. Well, also, I mean, if you're interested in doing something like this, you don't necessarily need to buy a new router because you can just get a a hotspot, a Wi-Fi, 4G SIM card, a Wi-Fi gadget, and it just generates as a wi-fi hotspot and you can connect to that if your router goes down the difference being that it won't automatically switch to it as you know, a, a, a fallback like you said well you but, say that right oh oh but after buying this i read about something in my amazon hero now i will say for me personally this is not something i'm too bothered about i'd much rather probably have the router option that does it itself however uh, there is an option, actually, inside the Amazon Aero where you, you can't obviously connect it to a, a, an AnoSIM. You can't put an AnoSIM in there. But what you can do is if you have a backup option for internet, for example, a mobile hotspot, you can actually set it up inside the Amazon Aero app as a failsafe so it will connect to it if it needs it. Oh, now, that's cool. That's cool. Okay. But the caveat with that is you got to pay for Eero Plus, I think it's called. Essentially, the, this, it's like a subscription service you've got to pay for. And I was really confused by this because you get a lot of extras if you sign up to this. I think it's Eero Plus, they call it. And you get this of extra features. And one of them is you can connect to another network. I thought it included the network. I thought, oh, it is the network. You're connecting it to like a 4G thing inside. No, no, yeah. no. It's allowing you the ability to use a different connection you still have to pay for. So I'm a little bit kind of like, okay, whatever on that one. Um, but it is good to be there, uh, and it does give you the option. And what I would suge suggest is if you're going to do it and you use, say, your iPhone uh, as a personal hotspot and you have that feature set up, set it up, and then if you're using the Aero Plus, you can then add your uh, mobile network to it via that hotspot. And then if your network does go off, you can use your phone as a connector, a connection point. But of course, you be careful with that because if you're not paying for a full, you know, most people are probably on, you know, either you're on limited data packages, in which case you need to be careful because two gigs, mine. Well, yes. there you go, right? So that's going to run out in three seconds flat in your <laughs> yes. house, right? Um, whereas if you're on unlimited, then that's fine. But most people probably aren't on that. I don't know. It depends on the carrier. It depends on your plan. But just that's something you've got to be aware of, that when you do switch over to that, that is going to be taking the entire load of what the house would be doing and putting that onto your phone connection. So, yes. you know, that can and get expensive. And it does tend to struggle with something like that. When yeah. trying to supply. It's fine for your own device. I've had it a few times when the internet's gone off in here and I've just used my phone as a hotspot and it's it's been fine. Um, as you said, it's, it's okay, but compared to your home Wi-Fi, it's... Uh, Yes, but it's good in the case of emergencies. The other cool thing I got, which actually this came from Marco Falalalo. He sent me this. Oh. I don't think he's out yet. This is a great piece of kit from a company called Solus, S-O-L-I-S. And it is a 5G router, but it's a mobile router. Now, what's interesting here is this does not require you to have a SIM card inside it. What it does what? is it picks up a connection. It connects you to the Solus network, and it basically uses whatever network it can find. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, it will connect you to the nearest available and fastest connection. And all you do is pay a monthly fee if you choose to. And it's kind of cool because we were talking yesterday about pausing subscriptions and, you know, reenacting them, when, you know, reactivating yep. them when we need them. 
that's exactly what this does. So you can have it essentially offline. You never use it until you need it. And then you can go in to the app and you can say, okay, I'm going to be traveling. So, you know what, give me a month's worth of data at X amount, you know, two gig or a hundred gig or whatever you want. And it will then connect you to the nearest network in that country, wherever you are in the world, and it will give you the fastest connection. And it means you don't have to buy a SIM for that country, worry about roaming charges, any of that stuff. So really cool device. And of course, you can connect up to five devices with it. It's kind of the size of an iPhone itself, Um, but it's great. The only downside is it's it's a touchscreen device. Oh, forget it. Throw it away. In fairness, though, once it's again, it's one of those. Once you're set up with it, you don't really need to bother with it. Just turn it on and forget about it. Throw it in the bag, and it's done. Well, how uh, about when you want to pause your subscription or change your subscription? You do that through the app on the phone. So you're actually once Excellent. you're connected through the app, and it's that's fine. accessible. It's okay, uh, but you can get there with it. You know, screen <laughs> yeah, recognition yeah, yeah. is your friend. Um, okay, but no, I mean it, it's good that there are options out there, and, and that's five G, which is cool. And that has this has been a lifesaver for me on my travels because especially on a train in Britain, good luck getting an mm. internet signal. But yes. because this is constantly searching for the best network locally, it will jump between networks. So you're not tied to a network. And I like that. So you could be on, say, TELUS or I don't know, Bell or whatever the networks are. And then, you know, in the UK you might be on E or O2 and then in other countries on the different ones. So, you know. There's lots of options with that. So, yeah, there we go. Anyway, we cool. we, I think we give people advice today. I don't like right, that. Right, that's we were, it. It's time to move yeah. on. Let's talk about toasters and chocolate or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still people getting in touch about the dark chocolate thing. Uh, we're going to get to your feedback <laughs> next because lots of you getting in touch. And uh, apparently Gary thinks that uh, the end of everything is coming soon. So we'll look forward to oh, that. Nice. Uh, but the show isn't fin- finishing soon. We've got a whole other segment to go. <sighs> I think that's good news. Right, stick around. It's double tap on AMI Audio. Connect with the Double Tappers on social media now. On Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air. And on Mastodon at Double Tap. Okay, let's get to your feedback then. And we'll start off with Gary's email, uh, this read by Laura. Hi, Stephen, Sean and Laura. Just wanted to say thank you for your shows. The constant banter, differences of opinion, plus listening to you both, feels like I'm meeting up with old friends for a chat every day. Yeah. I just wanted to comment on your show with Mark Flallow, and I think that the new toy from Apple has the potential to kill off four gadgets and possibly an organisation. The products are three of Apple's current products in the Mac range, but not the new very expensive ones announced at WWDC. The iPad and the Apple TV, TV as we know it, and the BBC. As in the UK, every TV has the Freeview tech built in so that we have to pay the TV licence fee. But with Apple Vision Pro, so long as we stump up the eye-watering $3,499, or the equivalent in pounds sterling, we'll have the choice to pay or not, but it would take a lot of licence fee payments to offset this. It would not happen overnight, but if Apple get this right, and there's no reason why they shouldn't after all the outlay and research, then we are getting closer to the spatial computing as shown in the sci-fi film Minority Report. I'll pause there for a groan by Stephen on a sci-fi film reference. (laughs) I'm probably wrong about all of this, as with having RP, my crystal ball, like my eyesight, has diminished. I also wanted to mention, as you were wondering in one of your past programmes whether you could turn off 5G on an iPhone, and you can. I learned this from the YouTuber's Pay It Forward channel. You simply go to the settings, scroll to cellular slash mobile data, then cellular slash mobile data options, then into voice and data, and then you can switch back to 4G there, if, like me, 5G is not great in your area, and it will save your battery too. I hope this is helpful to you and your listeners, as this concludes my ramble. Gary from East Sussex. Oh, thank you, Gary. That wasn't a ramble. If you want to hear rambles, let's listen to the first part again. That was really interesting. Thanks for that, Gary. I think you're right. I think uh, there's a lot of, I mean, businesses, companies, organizations, services who are paying um, great attention to that Vision Pro. Yeah. The potential is, well, it's just amazing. Well, I mean, there was a video years ago I remember watching, which was... Uh, it was a, a, all kind of equipment and tech on a desk, you know, fax machine, diary, file of fax, you know, all those stuff, kind of things. Yeah. Everything was on the desk. And it was, they had an iPhone right in the middle of the desk and every single device would go away and, yeah. and, and, and suddenly become an app on the iPhone. 
Yeah. And so it was like the iPhone was getting bigger and bigger and bigger and the desk was getting emptier <laughs> and emptier and emptier. And it was just consuming all this tech. So, I mean, this is nothing unusual. Uh, you know, organizations, uh, other manufacturers of, of hardware. I mean, I was making the comment about TV, sound bars. You know, I know I know that Mark says, you know, the cinema experience is, is one for people and people love it. And I, I'd, I'd love to see some stats on this. I'd love to see statistics on how many people are still going to the cinema who are going now versus mm. watching at home. I mean, you got to also remember, not everybody has a large TV at home. Yes, the, the, the bar for entry has gone down. The, the cost has gone down. You can pick up a large TV now for a lot less money than you used to before. A decent sound bar as well. But, you know, that doesn't mean a lot of people are out there buying it. So that's I can imagine those people probably want to go to the cinema and enjoy the big screen experience because they don't have something like that at home. Uh, but if you do have a large screen at home, if you do have a decent sound system, why would you want to go? Yes, I mean, I, I see this all the time. I, it was, was it on um, was it on Twitter or something? Probably uh, the Hate Network. I was watching this video wow. all okay. about. Well, oh, come on! Have you been on there? Have you been I on the internet? It is terrible. No, um, no. And, and you know, it's just all these people screaming at each other in a cinema. And if they're not screaming at each other, they're eating beside each other. Eating <laughs> next me. to me. And I'm not eating. That's not on. So, yeah, I mean, it's just horrible. It's a horrible thing. I hate the cinema. There you go. I've said it. I, 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 I don't know why people enjoy it so much. It's a social thing. It's somewhere to go on a date or something. I don't know. But for me, for actually watching a movie, it's the worst place. Do you know um, what? That I, is so true. As, do you know what? As in my 20s, I loved the cinema. And mm-hmm. it wasn't anything to do with the movie. I probably couldn't even tell you any of the movies I went to see. No, exactly. You just went with your mates, right? Absolutely. We'd, we'd go out. We'd, my wife now and, you know, at the time, my girlfriend, and, and we would just all be going out with friends. We'd just be having a great time socialising. That was what it was about. I mean, we'd spend more time talking. I, I remember more of the conversations I had in the, the pizza place afterwards than I do about the film yes. we watched. I mean, we'll talk about Even these days, they'll be like, did, I, did we watch that film? Oh, yeah, we went to see it in the cinema. Did we? Can't remember it. <laughs> yes. Because we weren't really nothing. paying attention, right? We're just having a bit of fun. Now, it's interesting because you say going to see a movie, to watch a movie, right? Because yes. that's the, the intention now as we get older is to actually pay attention to the content. Yes. And that brings in a new element for us, which is, of course, for us, audio description. And we've got to find our way to that. And that's another nightmare. And that Awful. puts me off. And, you know, it's like sitting there with my wife in a cinema with headphones on. Trying mm-hmm. to hear audio description in a movie. What is what is enjoyable about that? Yeah, especially if you get stuck with the older system. Whereas if you move your head off center by one degree, you get nothing by but static. Exactly, and white noise. It is awful. <laughs> I wanted it's an awful to watch. Experience. I wanted to watch a movie with my head turned to the left, and my head <laughs> is turned to the left, like looking at the person next to me, who Hello, I didn't know <laughs> the whole way through the film. And at one point, the person said, are you all right? Because I had my sunglasses on as well, which I was going through that period where my vision was, the, the light was so bad that every light was affecting it. So I yes. had to wear sunglasses all the time. So I had sunglasses on, headphones on, staring at this guy in a cinema. If that doesn't freak you out, right? I that's mean, not off-putting. Way no. to represent. Hello, you. <laughs> I'm going to stare at you for an hour and a half. And this guy is like, uh, you all right? And I'm like, yeah. It's a long story. And he's kind of, but I love you. But he's thinking to himself, <laughs> why is he wearing headphones, right? And I had to explain this whole thing, oh. and he didn't really get it. And, you know, I think we all didn't just left you. a bit confused and freaked out. <laughs> I bet he enjoyed that experience. Again, underlying, <laughs> underlining cinemas are terrible. Yes, absolutely. Sticky floors, popcorn everywhere. I mean, I know they've made attempts. In fact, the last, I think the last time I was in a cinema, I think it is the last time I was in a cinema, was in Toronto. The last time I was in a oh, cinema. Oh, what did you go and see? Joker. Oh, very good. Very good film. I, we are, well, I arrived. I was there myself and I'd gone to Toronto just at the tail end of 19, if you remember. Oh, that's sad. And yeah, just because I, <laughs> the plans I had for 2020. Yes. <laughs> oh, a lot of trash. people say that. Yeah, I wasn't alone, in fairness. But um, yeah, so you know, I went over there in 2019. My wife was going on holiday with her mum. And I thought, hey, I'm going to go and visit the guys at AMI. I'm going to go and see everyone. So I did and uh, got to Toronto. And you know that way you get there and you think, I'm not tired. 
I thought I would be, but I'm not. And I want it. You mm-hmm. know that way. It's like it's a Friday night. I'm in Toronto. Come on, yeah. I'm going to do let's, something. Let's cut it up a bit. Let's rip up the town. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Stephen Scott style, which means be back by nine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I went to see a movie. Had a lovely meal. Don't ask me where I was, but uh, I was in Toronto downtown, I guess. So you know, oh, hey, nice. Toronto downtown. And um, yeah, it was great. I had a wonderful uh, evening. And went to the cinema, and they had big reclining chairs. That was the first time I'd ever had that. Oh yeah, and you know, big reclining chairs, and it was a lovely. It was full of, a lot of kids, but you know, young people. Oh, the, the young, the yeah. young. Although With their energy. This, yeah, but the thing is, nice young people, pleasant oh. young people. Do you know they were oh. sitting next to me? Right, the cinema was fairly empty. They were sitting next to me, and this the young couple. I mean, I don't know how old they were, but let's see, late teens, early twenties, and they turned oh, around to me and they said, young. "I know, disgusting, right?" And they said to me. We will move because we'll give you some privacy. And I'm thinking, privacy for what? Oh, God. Or hang on, do you guys want privacy? Is that what this is about? Because honestly, I, I don't want to hear that noise going on. Because um, you were staring directly at them with your head to the left. <laughs> we'll move, give you some privacy, you weirdo. Stop staring at me with your weird face. So, yeah, in the end, uh, they moved, <laughs> which I think is probably more about them than me, and or me than them. And so I, uh, yeah, had a nice time. I Where were we going it. with this? I'm sure this came from any oh, the Vision Pros. Um, yeah. Yes. Well, look, uh, amazing for content consumption. Absolutely amazing. But if we're talking about that, thank you. thanks I'm, for bringing that back. Thank you. I thought we should at some point <laughs> before the end of the show. If we're talking about doing the same thing at home, right? It's funny. Yesterday we were watching Spider-Man into the Webiverse, Spideyverse. I don't know what it's called. Spideyverse. The first one, anyway, because the kids are actually going today to the cinema to watch the second one um so we were watching it at home you know a nice tv 55 inch tv and we had the speakers going it was nice it was a nice experience but if you try and do that with the vision pros you're going to need one each again you feel isolated from each other Mm -hmm. so i'm not sure they're going to make a inroads into the home as much for entertainment but great for when you're traveling on the train on the plane absolutely amazing experience i'm sure yeah well we shall see we shall see mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. a good point mm-hmm. about 4g I, I didn't think about that but yeah you're right if the phone is searching for 5g all the time it will have an impact on your battery so good tip there i'm going to go and turn off Excellent. my 5g I, well I, i've not I, i've been in the city a couple of times and i've thought oh i'll try 5g and i've just not been impressed yeah it's still it's still not there. It's funny. Remember, we were talking about when it was first sort of rolling out and mm. it's going to all these demos of the latency free, you know, high internet speed connections, reliable. It's still not there. We yeah. are still a good few years away from it, I think, making any sort of difference. Gary, thanks for your email. Uh, Ronnie's been in touch. Hey, guys, it's Ronnie from Canada. Technology is not very friendly in this part of the world at this moment, but that's not why I'm calling. Oh. Um, recently, we bought some NFC tags and are trying to figure out how to attach them to whatever it is we're attaching. We noticed that there is no peel and stick. So are they like a, a lick and stick or is there a special adhesive that we should be using or should we have purchased some kind of holder? Uh, we're calling because we know you guys are full of knowledge. Uh-oh. Well, at least... Maybe full of something. I knew we were going there. Have a great day. I'll (laughs) listen to your response. Uh, Thank Thank you, Ronnie. Ronnie. Yeah, thank Um, you. Yes, I think think it comes. Yes, sort of. It comes down to the type you buy. I bought a roll of NFC stickers, so you search uh, the ones I have. Actually, just peel off um, a backing sheet, and you do just stick them on as you would any sticker, like an address sticker. So. Um, I'm not sure of the ones you've got there. Um, if you haven't got a stickable backing, then you know stick them with whatever, a bit of glue or mm. whatever you want to use. Um, but yes, you can buy specific ones. I believe you can also buy some in the form of um, like um, like a luggage tag almost with a elasticated band around them. But by far the cheapest way is just buy a roll of NFC stickers and then you can attach them to anything, buy some luggage tags yourself and just attach them, stick them to there. They stick perfectly fine. So, yes, I think possibly you've bought the wrong ones. Uh, however, you can stick them to whatever you want to stick to them to. Don't lick them, though. 
That's probably not the way. I haven't heard of lickable ones. But um, yes, take a look for <laughs> NFC um, stickers. Yeah, I mean, sometimes the the backing sheet, as you call it, that that doesn't always come off very easily on some of these. Uh, I got well, one it's of just the... a roll, and I, it's, it's as simple as just peeling it off. Um, it's not like you got the stickers individually; they're on a sheet of um, of backing paper, and you just mm. peel the sticker off. So, very easy. Yeah, I got some. It was like the double sided tape to stick. I got these little clips to stick on the underside of the desk, and it's really handy for holding your cables up. It's just a little clip, and you can just open the clip, and you can put the cables in, and you just clip it shut, and you can have a couple of those along the back of the desk, and it keeps your back uh, back of the desk nice and tidy. Um, but in, in order to stick them to the desk, you had to get these little double-sided tapes. And trying to get that tape or the little the bit off, you know, I, I've got... Not exactly oh, long yes. nails, but I, it's like no thing. I just wouldn't, and then the whole thing would come apart, and you just like, oh, forget it. I've I've done it before. where I've pulled the entire sticky thing yeah. off, not yeah. just the, the the backing of it. I pulled the whole thing off, especially with LED strips. By the way, which is oh, just yes. terrible. They yeah. never stick for very. You can take all the time positioning them and putting them up, <laughs> and they just you know an hour later, bang, they're all down again. Yeah. Um, well, good luck with that, Ronnie. I hope that helps. I don't know if it does, um, but thank you. Uh, and thanks for the comment. So uh, on to another email from Sonia, who blames me for everything. Hi, Double Tappers. In a recent episode, our favourite Double Tappers were talking with Michael Babbock about WWDC, and Michael mentioned the MX Keys. Stephen proudly claimed to have sold three MX Keys for Logitech, but without receiving anything from them, aside oh. from a measly mechanical keyboard. Wanting to help Stephen fatten his tech bank account with thankful companies' commissions, I decided to start my very own segment. What did Sonia buy thanks to Stephen Scott? So far, six MX keys, four table coasters, one Apple Watch Ultra, now sold, was too heavy for me. Oh! What do I do with six MX keys? Mm. One for the living room, one for my at-home office, one for my desk at work, one backup, two for my partner. I love that keyboard, and being the klutz that I am, the table coasters probably saved my keyboard a few times. Now I'm starting to be really scared for my bank account. I just heard Mr Scott rave about the Apple Vision Pro. Oops. (laughs) Seriously, thanks to Stephen and Sean for a very fun show, and to Laura for reading this. Sonia. Wow, thank you, Sonia. That's uh, that's quite an admission. Uh, I think maybe you should start a, a support group, the Stephen Scott support group. For buying lots of tech. <laughs> Stephen Scott. Keyboard support. Keyboard Six. support. Six MX keys. I, I, feel, I feel bad having Why? two. I've only, I like, I've, well, I've only got one MX keys and I've got one mechanical, which they sent me. I like the one for backup. Just in case. <laughs> one for backup. Wow. And two for your um, partner. Uh, that's impressive. Well done, Sonia. So I'm guessing, Sonia, you're a masher on the keyboard. That's what I'm guessing here. You can't say that, Lee. I think she's what? a masher. No, well, if, if you've got a backup, you are a masher. Oh, okay. Heavy Banging typer. away at those keys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're not quite right. And no, that, these keyboards are solid, as you know. Oh, I love it. I do love it. It's the most expensive keyboard I've ever bought, but totally worth it. It's quality stuff. And did you not say to me you wanted <sighs> to buy another one? I did, yes. Because <laughs> <clears throat> Right, I want commission. This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Simply because I hate it when you swap to a different computer and a different keyboard, and it's like, oh, it's now is that the function key or control key? Is that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want everything to be the same. Well, that's exactly why Sonia bought six. Yes, because she wants, everywhere she goes, she wants to use the same keyboard. I'm with you on this. I Actually, you know what? I'm starting to think I should buy more keyboards. Um, No. Please, please I love don't. buying a new keyboard. And you know, it's funny, I love buying new keyboards, but I'm getting a bit fed up buying keyboards that I don't like. <laughs> so I, I want to buy keyboards I'll I like. Stop buying them. Yeah, I want, I want to buy keyboards I like. The and problem it, with you is that you buy something, and if you don't like it, you never send it back. I am terrible for that. I give it it's to just, you. You don't care. You love it. Oh, I, no, yeah. Please never go changing just to... Please me. Please me. I, I, I want you to never send things back. But at the same time, it does take you a long time to send it to me even. So uh, 
you know, Oof. I don't want to get personal about Oof. that. But, uh, right, okay, fine. Right, yeah, well, I think, yeah, I think that speed box has been delayed bit. a little bit all of a sudden. <laughs> by another year. Another year. Yeah, by another year. Uh, right, let's get another one. Thank you, Sonia, for, so much for getting in touch. And I do apologise personally to you and your bank account. Um, but, uh, yes, I will I'd have more ideas. The table coaster, by the way, is a great one. I'm confused by that one. Is that the special one that stops things from spilling? Yeah. It's like half the height of a of a regular mug, and it's got oh. a little cutout for the handle. So you can yes. just sit your cup in there like that, and that's it, and the cup doesn't fall over. The amount oh. of time, you think to yourself, that the sticky bit underneath is going to just eventually come away. It doesn't. It stays. That's a, Hang on. What do you mean? Is it stuck to your table? Yes, so you it's stuck there. You can't move it. No, that's the point. It's stuck there, so therefore the thing cannot fall over. Well, that's terrible. What about if you want to, you know, rearrange, freshen things up, spice up a bit of life and change things about? You can't. Fair enough. Good. I like it. <laughs> no change here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I never change anything. Uh, right, let's get an email from Angie. Hello, Stephen and Sean. I found your podcast a few months ago and I thoroughly enjoy it. I learn a lot and I laugh a lot too. You asked us to share embarrassing blind blunders. I have one from a few years ago that I haven't managed to top and hopefully I never will. (laughs) A few years ago, I moved to a new apartment complex with my guide dog and my pet dog, both of whom were Labrador retrievers. The complex consisted of several buildings that were nearly identical. A few days after I moved in, I ordered Chinese takeout and then decided to take both dogs for a short walk around the complex. I didn't plan on being gone very long, so I left my door unlocked. I harnessed up my guide and leashed the other dog, and we were on our way. Because we hadn't been in the area very long, and because I had both dogs with me, I wanted this to be a short walk, but my guide had other ideas. When I turned around and started to head for home, she wasn't very cooperative. She wanted to keep going. I really wanted to get home, though, and I knew how to motivate her. I asked if she was hungry, and she immediately started heading for our new place at a fast clip. (laughs) She stopped in front of the apartment door, wagging her tail and ready to chow down. I opened the door, and we all went inside. I noticed that the place still smelled like my Chinese takeout lunch from earlier. I unclipped the pet dog's leash and she wandered off, presumably towards the kitchen and the promise of an early dinner. As I bent to unharness my guide, my hand came into contact with the back of a sofa. At that point, I recalled I did not own a sofa. Oh no. To my horror, I realised that my two Labradors and I had invaded someone else's apartment. (gasps) This person had also left their door unlocked and had also apparently had Chinese food for lunch. Then, to my even greater horror, I recalled that I had let one of the dogs loose. I started calling her name and trying to get us all outside as quickly as possible, but the dogs, having been promised a meal, were having none of it. Eventually, I got everyone rounded up and we made it home. We had stopped at the building that was one building over from mine and had entered the apartment in the corresponding location. I called a friend and relayed this story to her. Thank goodness no one was home, I said. How do you know? she asked. For all you know, they could have just been too astonished or frightened to do anything after this lady with two dogs just barged into their apartment. They could have been sitting right there on that sofa, for all you know. There you have it. Thanks again for all the work you do. Best, Angie in Virginia, USA. Oh, wow. Angie, that, that is a beauty. Uh, well done. Oh, that's, that's got to win the award, hasn't it? I mean, if you, that, I, I, I can see people try to top this, but that is brilliant. <laughs> that is pretty good. When I moved to this new house, I did, when I was coming back, actually from walking the dog, I turned too soon and walked up like two houses before mine and tried the back door and, uh, oh yeah, but luckily I didn't get in. Wow. That's um, totally understandable. Well done. That is so good. That is a brilliant story. I love that, Angie. Thank you so much for sharing that. And you know what? I think we're going to have, I think we should have an award at the end of the year for the best blind blind. I can't say it. Blip. The best extreme embarrassing blind, blind blunder. But wow, the, uh, well, the Beb, the best extreme <laughs> blind blunder, the Beb Awards, the Bebbies. I need okay. to stock, oh, I need to stock it up with names for things. This is going to stick now. The Bebbies. Someone that call is Rob. It. We got a new voiceover yeah. jingle. We need. <laughs> Hopefully, you can say it. But honestly, that is so good. That is so funny. Uh, and it, it reminds me of so many examples of this. I remember my wife going out once and she was heading out. We had someone picking us up and they had a dark car, a black car, I think it was. And um, she goes out, you know, sees the car turn up. She goes out, she gets in the car, turns out to be the guy's friend next door. Oh, of course. It's not him. 
Uh-huh. And, you know, she's sitting in the back of the car. And, you know, there's that kind of moment of, could you <laughs> just you to McDonald's. take me to where I'm going? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm here now, right? Um, but honestly, it, it just happens so many times. You have to laugh. And We've uh, all been there. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a great, I love that. It's story. that sense of realisation. That's the thing that always makes me laugh. Because you could just know, like, hang on. This doesn't feel familiar. Yeah, something's just wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> so I got into that butcher's that day, and I'm thinking, no, first off, there's not usually a step. That's unusual. Yes. And there's music mm-hmm. playing. But then I thought, maybe the butcher's just, you know, boogieing on down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the boogieing butcher. Please anyway, keep them coming. Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh... Listen, we're out of time today, um, but uh, we are, of course, heading towards the Express at the weekend. Just part, part. to let you know, we have got some exclusive content in there. No. So, you know what? I don't want you thinking this Express is just for, you know, for the people who don't catch up during the week, who don't have the chance. This is for everybody. This is an inclusive All on board. Express. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. All on board. On the um, love train. Uh, I've not got a jingle for that. But, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> Good. Love train, no. Uh, but the Double Tap Express <laughs> will be leaving the station 12 noon Eastern on time on AMI Audio every Saturday as it does. And we will be featuring uh, something else, which, by the way, a lot of you have been uh, talking about since we introduced it, the Double Tap News segment uh, with Grace Scofield, who, by the way, is wonderful. Grace Scofield is absolutely incredible yeah. reading oh, the news. Grace, Isn't she great? Amazing job. Oh, she is amazing, Grace. And uh, yes, oh, she. That's good. I know, I know. It's the other thing. So I was going to be a jingle, but you know, it's the copyright. So, um, although I thought, who did, whoever came up with that surely is dead. That's not copyrighted, surely. We could sing it ourselves. Amazing. Amazing. I'm so sorry. No, that's terrible, isn't hit, it? Hit the jingle. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Um, but listen, thank you so much to Grace. And uh, we will, of course, be having that as a regular segment. I know lots of you like that. And uh, we will have that back on the Double Tap Express. We are back tomorrow, though. Don't worry, we're back for Friday. So uh, check us out tomorrow. Lots more conversation to come. As Double Tap continues, keep your feedback coming. It really does brighten our day, I promise you. And uh, you're all part of this conversation, so come on, get involved. Uh, Feedback at doubletaponair.com. That is our email address. You can call us on 1877-803-4567. I love to hear your voice. was blind. But now I still can't see. See. Thanks for making me feel terrible. I'm depressed. Yeah, thanks for that, Sean. (laughs) Uh, We're back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.